What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I'm going to be giving you five keys to stop your procrastination. And this is definitely an episode that I, I need to hear or be reminded of as well. Now, I don't normally think of myself as a procrastinator, but we all do it from time to time. It's just part of being human, really. If you feel like you're a lazy person or you feel like you have all these things to do and you have all these steps to take to create that life you want, you got goals, you got aspirations and you find yourself procrastinating a little too much, then this is specifically for you and me. So let's just jump in and get straight to it. So number one, stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself admit that you're being lazy acknowledge your laziness that you know what for the past couple of weeks or months i've been lazy i've been slacking off i got too comfortable i'm coasting and just admit it because once you just admit it then you can start working through it because when we don't admit it we say to ourselves that you know you're doing the best that you can you don't have a whole lot of time you're trying to keep it all together it's okay you can just get it done tomorrow it's not really a big deal We just have to put on our adult pants, our maturity pants, the no bullshit pants and just say, hey, I've been being lazy. And an important thing to keep in mind as you do this is when you admit your laziness that you don't label yourself and call yourself a lazy person. Don't call yourself a procrastinator, because if you say I am lazy, I am a procrastinator, that's an identity statement. You make yourself identify with that. And if it's part of your identity, it's going to be harder to break. It's a small difference, right? I am lazy is different from saying I have been lazy. One is an identifier and the other one is talking about a behavior. When you put the two words I am in front of a statement, your subconscious wants to store that statement as true. You're not lazy. You just have lazy tendencies lately or hell for years. But don't identify as that. It's a small change, but it's important. So admit you're being lazy, that you're procrastinating. Call yourself out on it. It is what it is. Admit it. Put it out there and tell yourself that it's going to change. I have been lazy, but I can change that. I'm going to change that and take control and full acceptance of it. And again, we all been there. I really think it's part of just human nature because if we could have it our way. All of us would only work or do work when we wanted to. And only when we felt like it and do exactly how it is we want to do it. And of course, that ain't really what we need. But we need, but we want that deep down, right? Anyway, that's number one. Admit it and make sure you don't label. And number two, the second thing is take those goals and steps and things you need to get done and break it down. Make them bite-sized. And I don't mean like if your goal is, let's say, to make $100,000 this year to only try and make 15000 I mean, take that goal and make it smaller. For example, if you order a steak that's too big and when they bring it out to you, you don't just shove the whole thing in your mouth all at once. 
No, you take bites. The goal is the same, to eat that steak, but you only eat it a bite at a time. So, for example, if you're a sales rep and your goal is to make $100,000 this year and you break it down and you do the math and you know how many calls on average it takes to hit a certain dollar amount each week, how many closes you have to average, what your close rate, what your close rate is, you can look at those numbers and say, okay, based off hypothetically making $100,000 a year, then I need to make 100 calls a week. I'm using easy math here. So (laughs) 100 calls a week breaks down to 20 calls a day. I need to average 20 calls a day. And what you do is you focus on those 20 calls you need to make today, not the $100,000 you want to make in the year. And you focus on the action based goals, not the results you're working towards. You obviously want the end result, but you won't get that for a year. So you focus on completing the actions that's going to help you get there. And of course, some weeks you won't sell well. You might not make 20 calls every day, but on average, if you make more than 20 calls some days and a little less than 20 some other days. But if you still average that 20 and you keep checking it off the list, it's going to help you get closer and closer. It can be hard to focus on things that are far in the future. And the bigger the goals are, the bigger chance to get paralysis by analysis. And we look at our goals and all the stuff we got to do, all the things we have to learn we have, we have a come to Jesus moment to realize just how far away we are from it, all the work that has to go into it, and we end up not knowing what to focus on next and do nothing. And it can also be demotivating, right? So break it down. What do I need to do today? How do I take action today towards whatever it is I'm working towards? So break it down, make it bite-sized. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at dariusdotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. So that's number two. And number three, and this is important, find your why. And of course, caring about your goals is important. But having a good enough why is even more important. Why? And the example I like to use is from an entrepreneur and life coach I follow. And he tells this story about how he was at a speaking event and he asked the room, what's the percentage chance of you making a million dollars legally this year? And it was a room full of people and the whole room was either at zero or close to it. All at five percent or lower. Zero, zero, one percent, three percent. All these zeros and ones and threes. And then he says, "Okay, what's the percentage chance of you making a million dollars legally this year? And if you don't, everybody in your family dies. And of course, the room changes. Everybody's at 100 percent, a thousand percent. They say there is no way on earth I don't hit that goal. And the important thing to take away from that is as as unrealistic of a scenario this may be, the goal didn't change. The time frame didn't change. The only thing that changed was the why behind the goal. So if your why is strong enough, your how is going to reveal itself, right? When you know your why and that why is meaningful enough, you can get very resourceful and you're going to get there. 
And if you're procrastinating, the hard truth is you just don't care enough about it. You just don't. Your why isn't strong enough. Okay, a more realistic why. Let's say you want to make that $100,000. And of course you want to because you want the money, because everybody wants money, right? But that ain't specific, right? That's shallow, really. But what if your why is you want to make $100,000 to be able to afford that trip to take your family out of the country and experience the things you've experienced, but they never have. And you want to see them happy and bring you and bring your family closer together. That's a stronger why. Making sense? Ask yourself, why do you want to do this? And maybe your why needs to change. The goal stays the same, but your level of importance of need increases. It deepens. Which why is stronger, right? I want to make $100,000 because I want to make good money or I want to make it because I want to bring my family closer and provide them an experience together that they've never had. That's a much stronger why. Get clear on why you want to take action. Okay. That's number three. Number four, get good at removing distractions. A lot of times it's not that you're being lazy or that you're procrastinating. It's that you actually have too many distractions in your life. And I definitely struggle with this. Everybody does because the number one distraction and we all know what it is. That number one distraction, it's your phone. Is there a way you can be less distracted by your phone? Do you have to take your phone and put it somewhere else? Leave it in the next room? Do you put it on airplane mode? Do you need to install an app that limits your social media time that you can set up? Do you put post-it notes around your workspace, reminding yourself to put the damn phone down, to stop scrolling? And I ain't going to lie. Lately, it has been hard. Like, I really have to fuss at myself sometimes. Like, come on, bro. What we doing, man? You got stuff to do, right? So whatever it is you need to do, add some resistance between you and that dopamine that you get from your phone. And not just distractions from your phone, but the TV, your cluttered desk, other people. People can be a big distraction. Do you need to put on headphones? People tend to not bother you if you have headphones on, right? Do they have to be the big kind that go over your head and your ears? I think that works better. They can clearly see, okay, I'm going to have to really make an effort to get their attention. And more than likely, they just leave you alone. And honestly, you don't even have to have anything playing. Fake it. I personally work better in dead silence. So if you ever see me or if I'm ever out in public somewhere uh, and I have on headphones and I'm working, ain't nothing playing. Can you put a sign on your door so people know that you're focusing? Can you limit those human distractions? And from your computer too, turn off those notifications, those emails, guard your focus, limit those distractions. How can you get better at removing them? So that's number four. And number five and I incorporate this in my life, is the Pomodoro technique. And what it is, and I've talked about this before, but you break your tasks down by time. You do one task at a time and one task only for 25 minutes. And because we're all adults, we can do anything for just 25 minutes, right? I know we can have short attention spans, but we can focus for just 25 minutes when we want to. And what you do is you only focus on that one task, you don't try and multitask, which is literally impossible. And you focus on that one task only. You don't focus on the huge goal you have. You worry about taking that right step in the right direction with whatever task you have at hand. And you only work at that thing for the next 25 minutes. No distractions. And you set an alarm or you have the clock visible. And once that 25 minutes is over, you take a five minute break. 
And the key is when you take a break, you really break. You get unfocused. Go outside, get some sun, go to another room and just sit and relax. Do absolutely nothing if you can. But let your mind relax and rest. Look out the window. Relax. Let your brain chill for a second, for five minutes. And it might be a little harder first, right, to train your brain to only focus on one thing. But after a while, you will get better at it. And the reason for that time frame is because your peak productivity starts going down after 25 minutes. So what you're doing is resetting your product, your product, you're resetting your productivity clock and you keep working like this. Twenty five on, twenty five off, twenty five on, twenty five, twenty five off. And you keep doing that until you finish that task. And then you go on to the next task and do the same thing. And literally this works. It really does. I use it. I see a difference. It gives your brain focus and it helps you to be able to procrastinate less. So that's number five, the Pomodoro, the Pomodoro technique. Blah. All right. So that is five ways to stop procrastinating, to stop laziness, to be able to get things done, to start to move that needle forward in your life. So quick recap. Number one, admit you're being lazy or procrastinating. Two, make the goals bite-sized. Three, find your why. Four, remove those distractions. And five, use the Pomodoro technique straightforward so let's get to it let's stop procrastinating so that's what i got for you today if you like this episode please share it with somebody somebody that can benefit from this somebody who is a friend or a family member somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives so thank you again and let's get it in